Uh, is that working? That's working. Hello. Hello. My sound guy like one, two, one, two. Bit of gain, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Take a 2K5 out. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Do you know what it does my head in when they go? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Take 2K5 out. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Take it out, though. Like, that would be the same. Every sound check, Pablo Osangai would go, take a 2K5 out. Take a 2K5 out, Lamonda, straight away. And Lamonda guy's like, all right. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. But <laughs> Who's doing that? Surely we should start with that, not in it. Like, don't take... Yeah, don't put Every it day, come in and go, oh, put the 2K5 out. To take out later, just fucking... That's what we're doing when we're doing this album. Conor was like, yeah, two more, 2K more on a kick drum. And he's just saying this all the time. So at the end, we were just going... Ah, I don't know, see... A bit more 2K. Yeah, 2K. <laughs> Take out 2K off. <laughs> right, then, Let's get going, is there? Yeah. Well, where do you have you are? You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. It's me again. You've definitely got to have t-shirts with It's Me on. Do you reckon? If not, It's Me. And, well, on the back, you can have again. Good to. It's I, Me again. Well, see, I'm thinking I need to find something else to say. If you just, every week I'm put on the spot and I don't know, I just go, It's Me. Because I am Morgan Richards. Yeah. But if you think it's good enough for t-shirt ideas, then maybe we can... Hey, money I'm thinking. Money mm. for you. Ching, ching. Yeah. Whoa. Can't say that's 2019. Anyway, this week's sampling podcast features the fantastic Michael Moose Thomas... Um, formerly a founding member of Bullet for Valentine, and he's in to talk to us about his new band, Kill the Lights. Yes. You can find information on Kill the Lights from killthelightsofficial.com. Yeah, I actually believe that this is his first proper in-depth interview since leaving Bullet for My Valentine. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But what we found out when we sat down with him was... They are currently going through some legal issues, mm. so we don't really get to talk about Bullet from Valentine that much. There are some fantastic touring stories, but we do get to speak about his new band, Kill the Lights. Yeah. But mind you, when he came in, I was in complete shock yeah. to hear well, about yeah, legal issues. Neither of us knew about the legal issues. Neither of us knew that we couldn't really talk about Bullet from Valentine, so it's just us having a conversation about his new band, and yeah, yeah he tells some good tales yeah. so uh but he has promised to come back in once all the legal shackles have been removed yes. and tell us what's gone on but for now we've got some great stories of some of the early days of that time yeah. his new band and everything else in between yes we have so it's going to be a very interesting one especially if you like your heavy metal also moose once said one of the greatest and most confusing sentences i've ever heard in my life um, we were on tour in Australia. Well, anyway, we get into the story in the podcast. But he says a sentence to a friend of mine that literally confused six of my best friends for two to three years because we couldn't work out what he meant by the sentence. And you can do it. You can hear this sentence when he says it. Go out and just go up to somebody in a nightclub or a gig or something. Say this sentence and walk away and just watch the confusion engulf them. 
you've even told me this sentence and I've had a little wonder about what it actually means. What does he mean? What does he mean by that sentence? Like, it's crazy. Anyway. I know people listening to this are going to be like, what are they on about? But believe me, it's worth the wait. Yeah. Just have a listen. The most confusing sentence I've ever heard in my life. And it literally made us question everything. Um, but yeah, anyway. Uh, Killer Lights have a single called Faceless, which is available now. Should be on all streaming services and online. Apparently, they've shot a video for it as well. Ooh. So I look forward to seeing that. Make sure you check that out. The song is Faceless. The band's called Killer Lights. Um, before we go any further, we'd just like to say thank you very much if you've listened to any of the other podcasts. If you haven't, what are you doing? Check them out. Yeah, you nutter. Listen you, to every episode. You utter nutter. Yeah. Um, yeah, please like, share, subscribe, rate, tell a friend, tell an enemy, um, tell someone you think likes metal or um, Any, my po- stories, pop punk, or can't yeah. sleep at night. Yeah, wanna I don't know, put it on your social media, screenshot it that perhaps, you're listening to it, tag per- us in it. Perhaps Welsh voices make you fall asleep. Maybe they do. Yeah, you know, have a listen. Yeah. Um, Maybe just like the laughter of saying silly words and then that's true. you're in hysterics for the rest of the and day. And both of us do cock up words. We do. On the regs, yeah, as the kids well, of today say. Me more. Well, but we both have a go. We okay. both have a bash of it. Yeah, we do, to be so, fair. Um, so that's all right then. Yeah. Share, like, subscribe, rate. We genuinely appreciate it. Um, is there anything else you need to say before we go in? What about socials? Oh, yep, yep, yep. Don't forget to visit us at twitter.com forward slash sappeningpod, S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. P-O-D, like the Christian new metal band, but without the dreadlocks. And also, you can find us on instagram.com forward slash sappeningpod, S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. That's on Instagram. And if you want to email us, or oh, if you fancy sponsoring us or something, get in touch, because... We'd love to start promoting some products on you. Yeah. Only good products. Like, we mm. don't, we're not going to promote the bad top ones. Lying, top yeah. tier products. You know. Yeah, we're not going to do like um, poisons or no. anything deadly like mm. that. Um, yeah, if you've got one that adds, yeah. want to promote Sa- anything. Sappeningpodcast at gmail.com, I believe. Yes, that is, it? is correct. It is That's correct. That's actually isn't? correct. Yes. Yeah, drop us an email and we'll read it. Um, and yeah. Sweet, this is episode 7 of Sampling Podcast with Michael Moose Thomas. Ready to go? Yeah. Let's do this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sapnin! Sapnin! We are here this week with none other than Moose. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much. It's all right. It's nice to be here. Thank you very much for having me. No worries. Pleasure. No worries. So, yeah, break the news, I guess. Um, let us know about your new band and what's happening. Oh, new band. Well, I've been doing this now for me and Jordan, whose uh, guitarist still remains. Been doing it for the last 18 months, really. And it's finally come to the head of actually releasing stuff. Nice. Everyone's on my Instagram and Twitter saying, where's it to, where's it to? Shut up, here it is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. it came out two days ago. Hopefully this interview comes out January 11th, and it came out on the 9th. And the song is called Faceless. It is. So yeah, you said you've got members of uh, Still Remains. What other band? Was there any other bands? Um, yeah, I think everyone is from quite a cool band, actually. We've got um, Davey, who's the bass player and vocalist for Glamour of the Kill. Nice. Um, Travis Montgomery. Ooh. Yeah, what a name, isn't it? He's American too. Is he? Yeah. Weird name, Montgomery. He's got to be British in there somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what, does he live over there or? Yeah, it's proper. I think he's like. That's a hell of a commute for a gig, though. Well, do you know what I mean? He was like, do you want to come in or? He was like, yeah. We were recording the album, Blackpool. <laughs> <laughs> Should have seen his face. You know, he had this. Um, he said, "Oh man, I thought I thought I was gonna come to UK and be like Thatch Cottages." Nah, man. Blackpool. Blackpool. <laughs> Unlucky. Does he um do rehearse via Skype? How does he how, how does that work out? A funny story, really. Yes. It's because we've put this band together, done an album, and we've never played together. Oh well. We all could play, so we all oh, yeah, get yeah, fight. Yeah. But it's it's gonna be um won't talk at all management. He's like, how, how, how much time do you want for rehearsals? I said, Oh fucking hell. 
add a week on whatever we you know the first week is going to be fine now feet yeah second week will be fine you know oh sounding all right and then th- so say three weeks yeah three weeks we fine tuning mm. ready yeah. to go and then we were off and hopefully never return <laughs> <laughs> um have you got any plans to tour or is there anything in the pipeline there um yeah about? i mean i've been off for three years so my ass is itching twitching ready to go you know um yeah once the single's out um the album's ready i think the album looking at april may so once this is out get old uh ryan management on the go and off we go nice it's all depending on the song and video really so hopefully everything works out and everyone likes it how many, how many songs can we expect on the album 13 Ooh, and lucky for some yeah hopefully lucky for me yeah not for killer lights <laughs> um Obviously, this is really the first piece of new music we've heard from you in almost three, four years. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you just must be ecstatic to get this out now. I am. Um, I've been very quiet for the last few years. Last few years have been really weird for me. Obviously, being in the other band for such a... Well, since I left school. Yeah. Um, and then nothing for three years. And then this, I was just like, what? The? I tell the story, I was sitting in the house. And I was thinking, fuck me, i got to do something. So I just, I took up a new hobby of drinking wine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I was like, beer's good. Let's try wine now. So I moved on to wine. Completed beer. <laughs> yeah. Let's have a go of wine. I passed out with merit. So I, <laughs> so I went onto the, onto the wine and I was thinking, fuck, my God, do something. I have to do something. Because I'm from like a, a small valley, I guess. Yeah. It's quite a big valley compared to my valley. And I was thinking, I've done too much. I'm too passionate about music. I've done. I've come too far just to not do anything. So I got the old phone out and I was like, ah, "Jordan, Jordan, any riffs or Yeah, I was like, "Send me some songs then." Thirty songs. Nice. Oh. I was like, "Fuck it out." The best open another bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys lit- literally just formed, just going through your phone and looking at who you want to work with. Um. Well, I've toured with Jordan for. Probably out of any other band Bullet toured with Still Remains was the most we ever toured with So it was just And every time we went to Grand Rapids He was always there So it was just like My obvious choice really yeah, mm. nice. and we, I know I got on with him well He drinks whiskey <laughs> <laughs> So he's one above me see <laughs> But yeah he's going to bring you up to that level yeah. It's going to be a couple more wines A couple and then, more uh, wines I moved on to white wine now I was drinking red I'm on the white It's normally the other way around then. I know It's only white then Then red Well you know Mix it up a bit eh? What's your preference? Have you got a preference in wine or I love New Zealand wine mm. If it's white But if it's red It's got to be Australian Well I can't say I've ever been You have been in Australia? No no I mean, No I mean Being fussy over where it's from oh, I just right. get it down me Like And then get wrecked well, funny you should say that about us being... Yes, I have been in Australia. You said something <laughs> to Bob, the guitarist from The Blackout, right? Right. Was I drunk? Yes. <laughs> right? But we all were, right? right? It was an after party on Soundwave. And me and Bob were dancing on the dance floor. And you came up behind him. And you said a sentence to him that had confused us. We didn't see you after this, right? For like two years. Right. And when we asked you, you were like, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't, don't remember saying that, right? But it literally, there would be times when you'd look around our van or our bus or whatever, and you'd just see someone just staring up into space, right? And you'd know they were thinking, 
what the fuck did Moose mean by that? Right? Right. You went on to Bob, our guitarist, drunk <laughs> as fuck he was. We, we all were, dancing in, in the thing. And you went, <laughs> you're like me, you are. I'm like a. <laughs> and then walked off, right? Right. Didn't say another word, right? And we were, Bob came over and was like, boys, Moose just come up to me, right? And he said, you like me, you are. I'm like a. I walked away. What the fuck does he mean? Boys? What does he mean? Is it because we Welsh? Is it because we drunk? Is it because we were dancing? And literally, right? I know what it is. It's all of what you just said. Do you reckon? Yeah. Welsh drunk dancing. <laughs> you like me, you are. I'm like, ah. But it was one of the best things. Do you know what? I've, we've all laughed so many times since. Just going, I, I, it could mean anything. Could fucking mean anything. But yeah, oh, it's confused Bob. It's fucking brilliant. Nothing makes Bob more confused than other thing. You are telling me you're settling now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell him. He'll have to download. Well, he'll have to download and listen to this to yeah, find out. Other, I'm not telling him. That is hell of a sentence, though. That is. You like me? You are. Yeah. I'm like a. That's something I would say. You mind? That does sound exactly something. And then just oh, fucked look, off. Yeah. Just walked <laughs> off. Yeah. That's it. It wasn't like hanging about. Like, oh, you, you like me? You are. I'm like ah. Let's fucking hang out and get pit. Like, you like me? You are. I'm like ah. Ghosted. Yeah, just I know I do to my wife. I never explain myself because I automatically think people know what I'm on about. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That, it was so fucking funny. <laughs> but um, talking about the recording experience, of course, you've really worked with some amazing producers and some incredible studios all over the world. How is this recording experience compared to some of the others in the past? This one was awesome because every album I've done before... Um, I've always had someone looking over my shoulder saying, uh, try this, or don't do this, try this. But this one, I went in to, uh, went recorded in drums in Chapel, where I did the EP and the first Bullet album, The Poison. So I went back up with Colin, who did those albums as well, and set my drums up and recorded 15 songs on my own without anyone to judge me. <laughs> It was fantastic. Yeah, I bet. Uh, I, I bet. was like, do you know what? I'm going to record this one slightly tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will know. And no one give a fuck. It was nice. Yeah. I hope we can listen to that back now. We're like, this song speeds up and slows. He was fucking pissed. <laughs> he was pissed. The last, the, one. the last two songs, like Jordan flew in the last two days of drum tracking. And Jordan was there. She was like, hey, Moose, you want to do a J-Mo? Jameson's. Yeah. I was like, oh, go on in. And I was like, fuck couple in I was like I got two songs to do so the last two songs I recorded quite you know so if you're wondering why the last two songs finish uh, the drums finish halfway through for no reason that's exactly why like drumstick still spinning <laughs> he's off to the pub <laughs> you can hear it still you can hear the chair squeaking as he's left to go to the pub the last thing I said was you like me you are <laughs> <laughs> like that, and then gone oh, that, oh. I literally can't explain to you how many laughs we've had out of that what a fucking sentence. You should, you should <laughs> put that on t-shirts. Here we are, it's a first, first merch design there. You like me, you are. I'm like a moose. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. But with that, has it just been great starting again from scratch and really going back to the basics of, like, step one? And Yeah, it's nice. I learned a lot being in the other band. But it's quite... I get the old, like, um, the same feeling now as I did when Bullet were coming up and hmm. it's quite scary and exciting at the same time. Will people like it? What am I going to do? Is it going to be as successful as I want it to be? Probably not. <laughs> you never know. But it's just exciting again, you know, and it's like doing stuff like this now. It's like 
fuck people actually in a year where I've been up to for the last fuck however long it's been mm. so it's quite exciting oh people are excited to find out what you've been up to definitely it's good and honest. I think <laughs> yeah well I think Britain <laughs> always needs another metal band like mm-hmm. definitely at the moment now so the problem is about metal these days is everyone wants to sound like each other and there's yeah. no one setting apart a new sound that's why ghosts are so big because they're packing and they're on their own you know and that's why they're so successful and they, they are an incredible band. Hmm. Speaking of Go. the Ghost, yeah. um, you asked to join them? I wasn't, no. Oh. Huh. The other one was. Oh, was he? Uh. I would have fucking taken it if oh. I was him. I thought, I thought you'd been asked. Bugger. No, I would have. Uh, it's weird jo- if, being a, if, if I, I was thinking, uh, shall I pull myself out to join other bands? And I was like. I considered that for a little bit. I don't think I'd enjoy her. Playing other people's music, yeah. Hmm. I'd rather do something or create something myself. So I uh, no, it wasn't me. It was the oh. it was the other one. But yeah, well, I read that wrong. Sorry about that. Don't worry about um, But with that, is there any is there any bands out there you kind of look at and think you wouldn't mind playing now and again with, or like if yeah, there was if like you a, had to join yeah. someone, yeah, who even just just for a tour or an album, anything like that. Is there anyone you look at and go, I wouldn't mind to go with that, or like enjoy what they're doing? Rancid. Ooh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. I love heavy metal, but I fucking love punk as well. Mm. So probably wanted quite easy gig for a drummer. Yeah. Fun <laughs> as fuck. The drummer, fr- the former drummer from the Used, is in. Yeah, no. He's in Rancid, isn't he? Yeah. He oh. could play a bit. Mind as well. Funny story about um, Rancid. Me and the boys, Green Day and Rancid are playing in Ireland. We love Ireland, Guinness. <laughs> Let's go over and watch Green Day and Rancid. Yeah. We all love Green Day, but the main reason was. Rancid. Rancid. I think they were playing out Come Wolves, which is one of my favourite albums of all time. Mm. Right. I'm in a pub now, texting all the boys, who wants in on us now? Because we'll get, I'll book a ticket tonight, and the hotel's tonight, and we'll go over. Yeah, me, 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 me. So it's five of us. Booked the tickets, all sorted. The day before we were going, my mate goes, Moose, who checked the dates? I was like, you got the wrong fucking month or the month before. <laughs> uh. And we thought I was phoning up and going, ah, no, no, no. And they were like, no. We, so we had to lose tickets. Well, me and my mate, we went and watched the gig. Yeah. Anyway, but we got at 8 o'clock in the morning because the first flight out of Cardiff is like 6 o'clock in the morning or something. So we had breakfast, sat in the pub, drinking, drinking, and fucking traffic was nuts because it's a Green Day gig. And I'm drinking and drinking. I'm like, fucking hell we got to get over there in, like, half an hour to watch Rancid. And traffic was nuts. Mm. Like, we ain't getting nowhere. We had gone a taxi. Nah, he said, boys, you're quicker running. So we're running. My mate just had fucking big big guts full of Irish stew. <laughs> He's fucking limping. I'm like, boys, we got to fucking go watch Rancid. It's one of the main reasons we got there. Last song on Rancid. Oh. We were like, what? Yeah. But then, anyway, obviously, I fucked the tickets up. So, me and my mate, we got to go twice to Ireland, which was good. That's my wife bad, was yeah. like, Oh, you're going again? And I said, Well, I don't want to waste a ticket twice. Let's <laughs> yeah. be foolish. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, well, me and my missus did the same thing. In, in February, we went to Amsterdam. Well, I say me and my missus, I did the same thing. I tried to pass the blame to her, but she's she won't be having any of this. But, um, yeah, we went to Amsterdam in February for a birthday and the day we went to fly home I went to check in on the EasyJet app yeah and it was like your flight's for, not for another month and I was like what 
And I checked it and I'd booked a month in a, like, after, for it, a month after. So you stayed in Amsterdam for, like, for oh, a month? Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish I'd have paid 150 quid for a fucking, <laughs> for a change of flight. Like, oh, I was gutted. Oh, awful. It is stupid, isn't it? I, I know where I went wrong is I, I ordered them while I was in the pub. Yeah. That's what well, I mine, I did beer. Literally beer. And I don't know how... Me and her both looked at the dates. That's why I put her name in. That's why I mentioned okay. her in it. We both looked at the dates. So at some point, you th- would have thought one of us would have gone, should we come back in the same month? <laughs> <laughs> Rather than not. And yeah, I got out there and... It, oh, I was gutted. But speaking of like random places to go and visit, is there anywhere in the world that you've played over the years that you've had some like crazy experiences from that always really stick out for you japan's always uh, it's been i do you ever go to japan yeah i we, loved it it's always like being on a different planet yeah well i found tokyo is like living in the future yeah it's all like blade runner shit and then you go to osaka and it's like living in the past like 300 years behind with all the temples and all that stuff i loved it the whole thing of yeah. japan did you go to Russia? No, I've never been to Russia. Don't go to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Any Russians listening? Um, oh. oh, no, Russia's the shows are fucking incredible. But I always think Russia has been, right now, well, the last time I was in Russia, would probably be about 1994. I feel like I'd about Barnsley. Barnsley? Have you been to Barnsley? I don't think it's I've been to Barnsley. <laughs> Literally, we went here probably 2011. 2010 and the EDL were out in force the English Defence League the daft racists and um, oh it was awful it was we played a festival and every song was like you know like you do in a rock club in 1995 I guess oh okay blue and all that yeah yeah (laughs) we played one gig here um, years before that and we were playing like a rock night and they played Five Green Day songs in a row before mm. we went on. Okay. It was 400 people in the club, right? And this was back before, um, like, we were doing our own headline shows or whatever. So we were just happy to play to anyone. So the club was rammed. Five Green Day songs in a row. We went on. Every single person left. Like, literally went outside. It was fag break. We played for half hour. Then they came back. Uh, we finished. The DJ played seven or eight Sisma Down songs in a row and I was like this is the worst nightclub I've ever been in there's no mixture of anything and everybody came back in then obviously we were finished so can't blame them but um, yeah it was just so it just felt <laughs> felt like it was in the past like just he put, probably put a CD on did he and he, he yeah, yeah you know, he didn't it. know that, that it was basically in order of whatever the album was he was putting on, like oh you were DJ bro just stick it on and go to the bar probably, yeah, yeah right I'll put that on I was yeah. probably DJing <laughs> was, that's a nightclub like right then put that all album on and I'll uh, get paid by the end of the yeah. night come back in half an hour it'll be fine then good job innit yeah. that's what Jay used to do he used to do these DJ sets he used to pay um, one of the DJs from Bajan to go with him and he'd do it all yeah and Jay'd nice. go get fucking smashed it's <laughs> a good idea I wonder if I it was can sensible as fuck I was like why didn't I ever think of that <laughs> do you know what I mean genius um, we've had a thing on the other episodes where um, I asked the question, have you toured with any bastards? Right? I know you're thinking, <laughs> don't say that. Right. Right. Other bands are the bastards. Um, huh. Yeah. Can you think of anybody or... Damn. If not, who's the nicest people you toured with? 
oh, that'd be a nice section, yeah. wouldn't it? Rather than Sean being constantly negative about other bands. Um, Rob Zombie kicked us off his tour once. Did he? We had like Were you a, not dusty enough? <laughs> I always think Rob well, Zombie's covered in <laughs> sand. It's funny, right? Because Ryan was in funeral this time, right? And it was our first like proper big support slot in America. And then um, we got kicked off because Matt's calling him a money grabbing cunt or something. So he kicked us off. And I was like, Ryan, yeah, he kicked us off. And he, uh, Ryan texts me back, back saying, Time to go and have a bath, a scruffy cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Al- fucking brilliant, I was. Always dusty. Always look dusty, Rob Zombie. But, yeah, that, he wasn't really a, a dick. I just think that's the way he ran his show. We were like, use your rules. Yeah. No drinking backstage. <laughs> Didn't happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just we can't look at certain people. and we'll, Can't look at certain what? people? Yeah. I never had one of them, I don't think. Mm. Yeah. Or don't talk to a certain person. But whatever. But one of the nicest bands I've ever toured with is Metallica. Oh, Metallica. Nice. Yes. Maiden. They were awesome. Nice. I saw Nico the other day, actually. I went up to his drum clinic thing. Oh, nice. Like, oh, I'm Moosey Boy. I was like... Seemed like a top laugh. Yeah, every time I've seen them about, they just seem like normal fellas. Um, they were in Australia when we were there, weren't they? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I stopped Metallica. Um, have I told this story on the... No, I think you have. I, yeah, on, on Soundwave. It's all going to come back to that Soundwave all the time. It is. Metallica um, were walking through catering, and they always had like a bodyguard with them. They had yeah. like one in front of them, and one behind them whenever they were walking anyway. So me, it's me now and my friend Scott, both just twats from Eartha. So I go over to the one side, and I'm at a barbecue, and next minute I can see the Metallica are about to walk past... And it was a bit to me, the working class Welsh scumbag that was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not letting this happen. I'm going to stop and walking in the tracks now just to, <laughs> just to see if I could. And the first security guard walked past me. So I walked out in front of Lars was there then. Saw my friend Scott, who was across the way. And I was like, Scott, do you want anything from the barbecue or what? And he was like, oh. you could see now that they were there. And they were like, what the fuck is going on behind <laughs> And I was like, do you want anything from the barbecue? And Scott was like, no, 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 just come here, come here, come here. And then uh, I carried on walking in, and they carried on walking. But for a second, and I was like, yes, I've taken away the power from Metallica. Take this. And then they carried on being abandoned, being massively successful, and I failed miserably. So they didn't the fail win- miserably. Did th- they're the winners there. Well, it's Metallica, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Will there ever be another band as big as that? I don't think so. No, I don't. No, I don't think so either. But mentioning like Metallica and Maiden, you've really toured with a lot of really your heroes growing up, including like Ozzy and all those kind of bands as well. For you at that time when you were first coming up, was that just a mad thing to be getting those slots so early on? Yeah, I mean, after the zombie kicked us off his tour, hmm. we got offered the Guns N' Roses tour. It was kind of Axel and Friends back then, but I was like, fucking hell, go on in. Yeah. And then Metallica. <laughs> And we were like, what the fuck is going on? And then That's Maiden, mm. all in one summer. We were like, do you know what? I could die happy man now. That's crazy, innit? Ticked every box for me, except for Priest. I never got to tour with Priest. In festivals, yeah, but it's not really touring together, is it? So maybe Priest will take Killer Lights on tour. Oh, fingers crossed. Are we putting it out there now? Rob, Come on, Rob. I know Rob is a massive fan of this podcast. <laughs> um, 
And yeah, he's I heard he got a sampling podcast had on his back. So. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah. Oh, so God. do us a favour, take uh, Killer Lights out, Rob. Halford, if that is your real name. About out of those lots, was there, was there anyone that really surprised you the most that you got to meet in those early days? Lars Ulrich. Nice. Ten minutes before we were doing our first Metallica show, knocking the door. I opened the door going, I'm like, ah. <laughs> and I like to talk to anyone. But then my face dropped, my mind went blank. I had a million questions which I wanted to ask him. Mouth was dry. I was just like, uh, and he came in and he went, "Hey man, you're like me. You are. I'm like that." And you were like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> "The fuck's he on about, boy?" He's right. I'm a drummer as well, man. He's right. That must be what he meant. But yeah, but yeah. second time meeting him, I had a few beers and stuff, and I was chatting to him about like recording Rider Lightning, and hmm. and I was just like, "Fuck." And there was another. Uh, we did um, like a Sonosphere gig, and the big four were there, and. Greece or something so it was me Dave Lombardo and Lars just having a conversation and I was just like yeah right then boys kick drum off on the market say go <laughs> well you know what we're not no. <laughs> yeah. me <laughs> no. Dave, Dave uh, far away second and then Lars um, slightly out of time in third <laughs> um, yeah we had um, jo- similar story for our first thing on a tour with Limp Bizkit, uh, we had John Otto knock the door. No, we'd come back off stage, i walk into our dressing room, the five other members of the Black Eyed in there, and John Otto's in there, holding a little puppy, and I walked in and I just was like, who's this fella from you? Oh, that's John Otto, that's John Otto from me. He's going to take us to Matthews Bridge any second now. This is <laughs> definitely going to happen. And he hung out with us. It got to the point where we couldn't get him in out of our dressing room, right? It, we had to be like, oh, bro, can we have five minutes after the show? Just to ourselves. It had gone from, oh my God, it's one of the biscuits, this is mental, to, oh, John, give us five, bro. For oh, fucking hell, Lord. John's here again. Fucking oh, hell, John. John, John, you blotto, John Otto blotto, man. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. And he, um, that little dog he had, he was like, hey, look at me, I'm Korean. And then pretended to eat the dog. And he's like, <laughs> ah. that's the first thing I wanted to see when I come off stage. I was hoping when Olympiscuit was pretending to be foreign and eating a dog. Mm. Nailed it, like. It's exactly what I wanted. It's a good story. It's fucking weird. He's a bit uh, strange, is he? Yeah, he's just a bit strange. He would, small, he would have the biggest king-size fa- fags I've ever seen. Cigarettes. Sorry for any uh, American listeners. And he would smoke half of them and then light another one straight up. I was like, well, why don't you just buy shorter cigarettes? Yeah, shorter cigarettes or finish our one. Yeah. Rather than do half and then another half and then another, like... Oh, he was non-stop with them. Strange. Very, very strange. Um, have you got anything else, Smoke? Yeah, you mentioned. Oh, you have. Oh, sorry. Oh, carry on. Beth, you carry mentioned. On. I love bri- you. you mentioned briefly beforehand, um, like what's wrong with metal in these days. Obviously, you've seen that scene grow and change so rapidly in your time touring. What do you really think is the state of metal now in 2019? I think you got to really dig deep and hunt for bands now. Um. Like I said, <clears throat> everyone's sounding the same. Uh, I don't know. It's just no originality. I blame it on. I blame it. I just think technology is a lot to answer for. Because there's no one writing in a room anymore. There's no chemistry or finding your feet or finding... Everyone's got these drum samples, which everyone uses the same drum samples. Yeah. <laughs> Pizza or drummers are basically obsolete now. You can write a whole album in your bedroom if you're a guitar player with no drummer. And it's just weird. 
like back in the day, like you probably just went to band practice three or four times a week, jammed out a few songs, mm. and then the songs. But now it's just all on hard drives, and everyone go, oh, they're being really uh, successful. Let's sound like those. Yeah, you know, and uh, it happens a bit too much these days. Mm. There's not enough balls, shall I say? Yeah. You know, it's a bit of me that's hurt by the. Uh the amount of vocalists that are miming as well, which uh, gets to me a bit, I think. It's not fair, is it? I've is seen, it? yeah, I've seen a couple of metal bands where I've gone, oh, this sounds like the CD. They're not, they're genu- genuinely not that tight. And then you look at it and you're like, oh, the singer's, I can hear his voice, but his microphone's in the air. He's either got the loudest voice of all time, or <laughs> you're cheating. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you're getting paid to do that show. Do you know what I mean? People yeah. have bought tickets out their own money to go and watch a band and they just get and, and play the band back. not even technically not there, like, just... When we was recording, someone said, um, oh, yeah, this band, they put this, the drummer's kick drums on track. This drummer was a real good drummer. I'm like, why? They were like, don't know. I bet it was the singer. Made him do it. <laughs> don't doubt it. I don't doubt it for a second. Yeah, I've seen a couple of bands and I've been like, oh, this is kind of heartbreaking. Like, especially in our... Like, in our... In our world, like it's the rock and metal world. Like I remember when metalheads would used to be like, "Oh, I don't like pop bands because they don't play their own instruments." And now the metal yeah. bands are true not playing their own instrument. Like, yeah, it's disheartening me a little bit to be honest. When this I massive think, choir comes out of nowhere, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This? yeah. I can kind of get it on that. Yeah, if you if you if it's if it's playing something that you haven't got in your band yeah. or you can't play like violins mm. shit like a track you know track where you know you haven't got those instruments live I kind of get it but when singers are miming yeah. that's when it's too far for me yeah like I don't even like do I say I don't mind I'm not so harsh on bands miming like bands miming like the music miming in. but as soon as I see a singer's miming my heart just drops. I just feel like you're not getting your money's worth. There's no... Su- like, it's, I want to see people at bad notes. I want to see yeah. know, what you do live. It's Human, about the live experience. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I just listen to the fucking CD <laughs> yeah. and have strobes. Just buy a strobe in my house, put it to my eyes, <laughs> turn it on, just listen to the CD. Like, yeah. oh, great light show. Oh, fantastic. Mm. No, yeah, people are humans, not machines, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, uh, I watched Incubus in um, CIA once. Ooh. I love Incubus, right? Yeah. They were so perfect, so boring. I was like, no, yeah. it's the boringest show I've ever been to. And I was like, I love it, bus. Not perfect, but... Yeah. And I don't think there was any tracks going on. So in their credit, they must be phenomenal musicians, which they are. Yeah. But I was just like, someone, please, something out of time. Yeah, or someone something. just hit the bum note. Or some, <laughs> make me feel something yeah. that isn't... Yeah, uh, yeah you want right. something to go with it, really, don't you? To mm. get the full experience, so... Yep. Yeah, it's a shame about computers in metal. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm sure, like, the cream rises to the top, so hopefully kids won't be constantly fooled by it and search out better and greater bands, mm. I guess. Yeah. Dave Gore got it right, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Nicest man in rock. He loved my old man, he did. Dave did he? Gore. Yeah. Played around the Legion of Foo Fighters. I think he was two under him. I took my old man. 
because he's a massive Leeds United football sport that's we play in Leeds so he goes oh you do that and I'll go to the Leeds football ground you I'll do a you do a small <laughs> gig to about 90,000 people and I'll go watch his and then yeah. we come back and I've done a gig come back in the like golf buggy and I was like Cause Dave Grohl is the what, reason why I play drums right if it wasn't for Nirvana and I was like I was coming down on the buggy with my dad and I was like who the fuck's that dude with a beard outside our fucking dress room? I know him from somewhere. And the closer I got, and I was like, fuck me, it's Dave Grohl. And I was like, be cool now. <laughs> Play Blurry. cool, Moose. Be cool. You've sold a lot of records yourself. Be cool. Got off. I was like, all right, Dave. He goes, hey, man, you leave anything for us. And I was like, yeah, no, thanks, Dave. I went in my dress room, fucking screamed into my tower like a girl. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, it's Dave Grohl. Fantastic. I went outside then. He's like, my old man's having photos of him and all that, right? And I was like, all right, cool. Got a red in. Didn't see Dave Grohl. But we were playing. All of a sudden, my parents saw me. Yes. My mother come and joined us in red in. And then what, my mother and father watching from the you know the viewing platform. Yeah. My old man had a tap on the fucking shoulder. Dave Grohl. He's like, hey, man, how's it going? Puss his arm around my old man watching a band. My mother goes, oh. Can I give you a kiss? <laughs> <laughs> See that? Yeah. Brilliant. And Dave was like, Meep. so my mother gave Dave Grohl a kiss on a, on a cheek. Lovely. And then everyone realised it was Dave Grohl and then his bodyguard. He had to leave then. Shifted him off. That's awesome. That's not a bad story at all. I like yeah. It. yeah. That's a good so, end. You know, our food fighters take killer lights out. That'd be nice. Maybe yeah. a bit too heavy for food fighters. But... <laughs> well, you never know. I don't know. That's the thing about this album. Yeah, the yeah, heavy parts of fucking heavy is like blast beats and stuff but then the melodic songs are melodic as I've ever done in, in my career oh nice yeah it's a bit of both it's a nice mixture going around then yeah do you have a, a favourite song on this album all of them yeah. I would say I would I <laughs> you have to really don't you they're just all different cool it's, yeah I'll ask these guys when they hear what their favourites are yeah yeah it's, get um, yeah tweet if you've checked out the album, uh, if you checked out, oh, well, single first, isn't it? Single, single January yeah. 9th. Woo! Faceless. Um, check it out and send your review to uh, at Moose. Is it Thomas? Oh, it's still Moose Bullet. i got to fucking change it, aren't I? Yeah. Also, yeah. Because I didn't want to lose my taxi. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they are funny <laughs> about that if you change your name. Then. I'll get another one. It, well, yeah, yeah um, I'm sure Ryan can sort it out. Well, all the boys in all in absence have got. Yeah, I know. Right, got I got on my Instagram. I got over forty thousand followers on Instagram. I was like, right, where's my fucking ticket? I can't. Oh, I'll sort that. They Come won't on. verify me on Twitter or Instagram. My Instagram is fake, Sean Smith. Mm, mine, but, yeah, about. But I have asked then. for a photocopy of my passport. Sent to my. Cannot get verified. It's because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a real me. I think. Yeah, That's what's well, going on there. Well, bastards. I don't, I don't know. The blue tech don't matter to me anyway. I have to change my name from Bolato, I think. So yeah, at Moose... Oh, wait, you might have changed by then. You might have changed it by then. Yeah. Well, Find Moose on Twitter. And, yeah. I'm here somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And send him your review of Faceless um, if it's positive. I don't uh, care if it's not positive. If it's negative, definitely send it to him. <laughs> Tag me in it as well so I can give my two cents. Um, yeah. Yeah, cool. Anything else? Yeah, well, what's the plan now for 2019? Is there anything, you know, we've got the single out, plan to get the album. 
Yep. Hopefully some shows. Is there anything else we can really expect from you now coming up? Any Just little things? touring, 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 and probably new music sooner than anyone thinks, obviously, because me and John have done this for 18 months now. And the album's been done... I started recording the album on my birthday, actually, so six months ago, mm. June the 4th, I started recording drums. And have you ever been to Blackpool? Let's talk about Blackpool. <laughs> I have been to Blackpool, I've yeah. Been the, yeah, I've been to Blackpool once we as well. We had a bass nick from here, I think. Did we? Oh, no, I was in a support band that had a bass nick from... Yeah, we played the Empress Ballroom, is there? I don't know, but we, we did drums in chapel. Yeah. And guitars and vocals in Blackpool. Blackpool. How did you end up going up here, then? Yeah. Chris Clancy, who engineered... With Colin, yeah. Colin, well, kind of co-produced. Colin Richardson, right? Colin, yeah, Colin Richardson, who did turn him up until this point, yeah. He done a few good albums. Oh, I. A few small albums. Oh, I. Done one or two, he. Um, well, Chris Clancy used to be. In, do you remember a band called Mutiny Within? Remember I recognise the name. Roadrunner band, they were on Roadrunner. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then he was. He did some stuff on Andy James in what, what fucking band were they? Wayne Scars. Well, he's, he's done with all that stuff now, so he's into uh, production stuff. So he lives in Blackpool, basically. And he was like, oh, I know the studio. And we were like, okay, walk through fucking... It's called Cocker Street. Hey. It's, a it's a lovely street. Interesting street, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very interesting street. Especially if you're from uh, the United States of America. Oh, and they're like, yeah. what the fuck? is like, how do I explain this to him now? It's like the ghetto, I said. And they were like, oh, okay. Yeah, man, we're in the fucking ghetto. <laughs> Madman. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Anything else you'd like to plug? Oh, I don't know. Well, um, just hope you like my stuff as much as I do. <laughs> sure they will. Make sure you check out Killer Lights with a song Faceless. And you said Faithless. Oh, hang on. They've covered Faithless. Do you know when we was all about who's in the band? I didn't mention my singer, did I? Oh, they haven't got a singer. It's all uh, it's all just instrumentals. It's all auto tune. Yeah. No, go on, fire away. Give us all. Yeah, I didn't on. say what band Travis was in either. Sorry. Travis is. Give from. us a rundown of everyone. Go, Davy, bass player, yes. backing vocals, and bassist. He's from Glamour the, the Kill. Jordan Whelan, guitarist for Still Remains. Travis Montgomery, lead guitarist for Threat Signals. Nice. And James Clark, lead singer for Throw the Fight. There it is. So check out Faceless by Killer Lights. I believe it's available via Kerrang.com. Um, if not, find Moose on Twitter and bug him to ask him where it is. Cool. Thank you very much, Moose. Thank yeah, you for cheers. coming down on us. Thank you very much. Awesome. That's right. Pint door. Um, <laughs> possibly. It seems... We'll see. We'll see you now. <laughs> I can't. i got to get back to the kids. I'm just trying to be cool. Oh. The kids, oh. For fuck's sake. Mm, whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, man. Thank you. Cheers, thank you. So that was Michael Moose Thomas of Kill the Lights. I hate that we call him Michael Moose Thomas. I've only known, as you can tell from that interview, I started the interview and I completely forgot his first name. You did. Because I know him as Moose. Hmm. Well, I think everyone knows him as Moose, but I thought we'd be a bit more professional and add his full name. As much as my name is in the word professional. <laughs> right, I am the least professional person you've ever met, as you know. As well, you know, yes, as well. you know. Um, yeah, that was Moose. Thank you very much, Moose, for coming in. And um, yeah, check out Killer Lights. Mm. I'm sure they're going to be a force to re- be reckoned with in the metal scene. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
and yeah, we can't wait for to have him back on when he's not in um, a legal dispute. And yeah, when he's not in a legal dispute and yeah, doing well. So yeah, yeah let's um, yeah, I can't wait to get him back on. No, same. But it's great to have him on and tell us some stories about the new band, everyone who's in it, and just really touring for so many years yeah. and playing some crazy stadiums and festivals it's crazy isn't it when you think about it just mm. another lad from Bajend, like yeah. I saw him play a pub with um, Bullard from Valentine years ago when they were called Jeff Killjohn and um, yeah just mad to think and yeah they had Gav from Funeral for a Friend playing guitar for him at the time as oh well. really yeah so it's mad I think I was in that pub I think he supported a band called This Girl did I make that up I might have made that bit up I'm sorry Anyway, yeah, I saw Jeff Kiljohn before they were bullet, and yeah, it's mad to think that there was loads of people in that room who went on to be in big bands, like, hmm. so strange. Anyway, this has been Sapping Podcast, episode seven. Thank you very much for listening. Please share, subscribe, rate, like, tell a friend, tell your mom. Um, my mother listens to these, so I do have to restrain oh. myself sometimes. Hi, Jan. Yeah. Hiya, Jan. Um, yeah, that's it, I think. Yeah. Are we all good? We're all good. Just right. make sure you share it everywhere. Subscribe, like. I'm going to keep saying share, subscribe, like, over and over. So um, please do it. Yeah. Right, we're out. Sapman! 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 That is the end. You're listening to Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.